Welcome to Elevate, the masterclass where we dissect the elements of exceptional achievement and lifestyle design with a focus on personal growth and real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chesser. I'm so thankful to have you here. And I'm blessed and grateful to be sitting with Dr. Aaron Hudson today. And I know you're going to love this conversation because you're going to learn a lot. You're going to be inspired. You're going to open your mind to new possibilities within real estate, within your life, within your entrepreneurial endeavors, within your future. And so I'm really excited to bring you this conversation. I'm excited to be back to bring the heat. Are you ready to take it to another level? I know that I am. I want to welcome you back to the show where we sit down for mind-expanding conversations with influential authorities in real estate, such as Dr. Aaron Hudson, as well as top experts in other industries and disciplines. This is for leaders, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors who have a burning desire for the extraordinary. It is our mission to identify and apply how the best of the best raise the bar personally and professionally to achieve greatness in real estate and beyond. And of course, we use real estate as a vehicle towards creating outcomes that we want in our life. So what does that really mean? It means living a life of fulfillment, right? It's about creating systems in our life so that we can have financial freedom, so that we can have time freedom, so that we can be free to make decisions in our life, so that we can be free to be creative, so that we can be free to have energy, right? To have energy to do things that we love, to impact other people to contribute in the ways that are unique for all of us, right? That's why we love real estate. It is a vehicle. And of course, you know, that the most important part is how you show up. It's how you invest in yourself. It's how you elevate to the next level, which is what we're all about. And so we will distill the mindset, the habits, the routines, the systems, the tools, the strategies, and so much more from an individual like Aaron Hudson, so that you can identify and apply how you can elevate to a life without limits. This is a masterclass for leaders and those looking to achieve uncommon results and purposeful outcomes through personal growth, personal mastery, real estate investing, other ventures, and most importantly, and ultimately in their lives. If you are enjoying Elevate, first of all, thank you. Um, we are grateful for that. And we're grateful for the opportunity to pour into you to provide massive value to you. If you're enjoying the show, all we ask is that you subscribe, follow, you give us a rating, a review. Uh, that's very important for us. And it also is very helpful um, as we like to know, what do you like about the show? And if you have any feedback, otherwise, send an email to info at elevatepod.com. We want to hear from you. We also want to engage with you. So go check out Elevate Podcast Community on Facebook. We want to build a relationship with you. I want to build a relationship with you. And uh, that's a great opportunity for us to do so. So just go check that out, Elevate Podcast Community. Of course, if you want to go deeper on some of the stuff, if you want to elevate your life, if you want to elevate your business, you want to elevate your cash flow, you want to elevate your freedom, as we were just talking about, go to elevatecoachingacademy.com because this is for people who are literally looking to transform. They're literally looking to go from average to extraordinary. They want to get out of the rat race. They want to get to a place where they have time under their control, where they get to make decisions based on their life. And it's all about being a high performer. So go to elevatehighperformancecoachingacademy.com. It is really for people who want to go from average to the extraordinary, as I mentioned, but it's about doing so much more. It's about being so much more. It's about living so much more life. And I'm telling you, I'm not just overhyping this thing because we have seen people's lives be transformed. We have been a part of that process and we want to be a part of that process for you. So if this speaks to you, just go check out the free masterclass at elevatecoachingacademy.com. 
of course, that is 100% free and you will guaranteed get massive value just from spending time with that. It's, it's about a 45 minute training. It's all for you. And you will find out about what that eight week program looks like. If you want to go deeper with us, we'd love to have the opportunity to pour into you and allow that massive transformation, which you were destined for to take place. So with all that said, I would love to dive in nothing more than to dive into this episode with Dr. Aaron Hudson, who is a managing partner of Quattro Capital, which is an equity boutique firm focused on identifying value add real estate investment opportunities in both emerging and stable markets. She is an accomplished 12 year entrepreneur, as well as a wife and a mother of five. Dr. Hudson has an incredible amount of zest for life and her heart is truly to see people win in all areas of life. And I, I could not agree more to that. She has made it a priority to teach her kids how to serve and love on the less fortunate. They have traveled the world to places like Nicaragua, Haiti, and Belize, feeding the poor, building orphanages, and homes. Dr. Hudson sold her, her last practices in Southern California in 2020 and is, is now 100% focused in the multifamily space. She has the pleasure of working with her brilliant Quattro Capital team. And of course, shout out to Maurice Philogene, who we had on the show a few months ago as well, uh, also a member of the Quattro Capital team. Her superpowers are creative structuring, negotiations, and resourcefulness. And Dr. Hudson is a successful real estate investor with a track record spanning six years and currently has $37 million under management. So without further ado, enjoy this conversation with Dr. Aaron Hudson. Aaron, welcome to Elevate. How are you? So good. Thank you for asking, Mr. Tyler. Oh my gosh. You don't have to call me Mr. Tyler, but I do appreciate <laughs> that. I feel so official now. I appreciate that. But what's what's been going on in your world? I mean, how is life? How's life treating you? You know, we we're having a quick conversation before the show. I was like, hey, what's what's really lighting you up? And you just rattled off so many things. I'm like, man, I got to hit record. But it sounds like life is good. Life is good, man. I'm a mama of five kids and, you know, coming from the owning my own business and being a chiropractor and running from office to office and and all that comes with that to really jumping into where my passion is in the real estate space has literally got me so fired up that I have friends and family that say, Aaron, what in the heck? Why do you wake up at five in the morning to start your day to work out? And here's my response, not just to you, Tyler, but to your listeners. I hope that everybody will be able to experience what I feel. But what I say back in my response is, if you were headed where I'm headed, your ass would be up at 5 a.m. too. So I'm just fired up about life and what we've created just in the last two years. And I know it's only going to get sweeter. Okay, that's so good. Because, you know, I was actually having a similar conversation with a friend recently, you know, who is maybe not on that same wavelength. Um, and I want to get there. But before we really do, I want to know more about you. And I want you to be able to share more about you to Elevate Nation as well. Because, you know, you have an awesome story, you have an awesome background, and just who you are, I know a lot of people will align with. But if you were to really describe yourself to, you know, like how, how your close friends or how your family knows you, how would you describe yourself? So if, <laughs> if I were to describe myself, and that's what you want me to answer first? Tyler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on maybe what your close friends knew about you, if we were your close friends, how would okay. we know you? Sure. So I would say that my friends know me as the girl that will take it nonstop to the top, no mountain too high. If this girl says she's going to do something, she's a woman of her word, come hell or high water, she'll find a way to get it done. And what she says 
she will follow through. Not only that, she is the most resourceful, highly negotiates like a beast, and there's no one like her. <laughs> That's awesome. See, so, you know, I was, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday and they're like, well, I'm not a big, you know, I'm not big in self-promotion and all this stuff. And, you know, obviously what I didn't take what you just said as like, oh, your ego filled, but I like that confidence. That's the type of confidence you need to walk around with because resourcefulness and these superpowers that you have can serve other people around you, right? So people need to know what this is. So let's go back to that, you know, talking about that fire that really just is so deep within you that's pushing you, it's pulling you out of bed and it's getting you so amped up. I mean, what is it that you're so passionate about that's getting you to a point where you're so resourceful, you're so committed, you're so consistent? Could you talk a little bit about that? I would love to, such a great question. Let's just take it back to my childhood. So growing up in a home, I was one of five kids. My parents were the ones that lived paycheck to paycheck their whole entire life. I remember at a very young age, oh my gosh, is this really what life is all about? And I think that many of us are born with an entrepreneurial spirit, but I think I was born with one that's times a hundred, right? So here I am at a young age where I was like, look, I cannot imagine. I certainly don't want to live a life like that, right? So at a very young age, I knew that I had this entrepreneurial spirit and there was something about being my own boss and living my life on my own terms. And that's exactly what I'm on fire um, about doing, right? And so yeah. I think that really it was just my childhood and getting to see from that lens, right? Nothing negative about my parents. They did the best they could and that's what they learned from their parents. But what I am on a mission to do is to break that generational curse that I grew up with so that my kids never have to live a life of their parents being owned by a nine to five, but letting them, seriously, I am so passionate about this. Can you tell <laughs> uh, that I want to teach my children that they are in control and they can create and design their own destiny. And all it takes is in your head, what do you want? And one foot in front of the other action and go walk it out. And lastly, what I have to say about this is I am not the sharpest tool in the shed. I was a C student. I am, I have always been the chick that wasn't the best at whatever it may be, sports, school, all of that, right? But what I will tell you is I've always had the drive and it was me working as hard as I'll get out to get to where I go, right? So you don't have to be the smartest person. What you do have to be is hungry, hungry, hungry for success in every area of your life, if that's so what you desire. It's so good. And I think it's Tony Robbins who says that, you know, the, the two things that you need, if you want to be successful are hunger and drive. And at the end of the day, if you have that, you can be resourceful to get all the other stuff, right. And the, the other interesting thing is that, you know, a lot of the C students are the one who are employing the A students. So maybe there's a little bit of a flip here. But, you know, I think it's really interesting what you just shared. And you think about that creativity, and you think about how creative we all are, as children, and at some point in time, we get squashed, right, or it gets squashed, maybe, maybe the society squashes that creativity or that inner entrepreneur within all of us. So when did that come back out for you? Was it just like, all of a sudden, it just became lucky? Or tell me about that, that experience for yourself? Yeah, I think it was um, really just learning, you know, opening up my practice, right when I got out of chiropractic school, it was opening up my practice. And I quickly uh, could see what it was or what it was like hiring other people, meaning let's just say I had 10 massage therapists in my office 
and I worked three days a week, right? And I got that taste of when I wasn't in the office, our office was making money from nine in the morning till 10 o'clock at night without my efforts. And there was something that was completely <laughs> sexy about that, right? Is being able to have other people work and you could be asleep being like, look, we're making money here. But then not only that, sharing with my kids, right? Everything is a learning opportunity of how we can share with our kids the power of what we've created. And so here I was and just going fast forward to getting into real estate, right? And getting the single family properties, creating the mailbox money. And then all of a sudden one day being invited to go to a multifamily event. And I remember thinking, Tyler, what in the world am I going to this for? Only multi-multi-millionaires can buy apartment buildings, not poor people like me, or at least that thought went through my head, right? And I sat in this event and I could never, I had this aha moment that was like, oh my gosh, it's really doable. And so fast forward, all of a sudden that went through my head is I no longer want to land playing the game of Monopoly. I don't want to land on Vermont collecting, you know, i.e. single family houses. I desire to land on boardwalk and I'm totally worthy of it. Mm. I'd rather have that one roof and 50 doors, right? And when I found out that it was possible, it was game on. Okay, so the the really important thing there, I mean, there's there's many important distinctions there. I mean, in terms of debunking the thought that you have to be rich or you have to already be wealthy to go bigger in real estate or even just go big period in real estate, I think is a really powerful distinction. But, you know, going back to that, the phrase that you just mentioned in terms of, hey, but guess what? I'm worthy of it. Like, how did you make that shift? Because you hear that a lot or you hear it a lot consciously from people, but you also hear it and sense it a lot subconsciously from people that they're not worthy of more success or, you know, I'm not good enough for that. So where did that come from and how did you make that shift? Okay, so I think as we um, transition through life, right, as we begin to have wins in our life, there is no doubt that our confidence levels rise, right? And so I look at my life now and, and each phase and each step, you know, you've had setbacks, right? But those failures we take make us stronger. And there is always blessing around the corner if we look for it, even though it sucks when we go through it, right? But when I look at all of the wins that I've had in my life and slowly celebrated each of those wins and where it's taken me, there is a level of confidence that continues to rise one notch higher than it was before. And so I have this burning desire to share with other people that they too can have the same. And it's one foot in front of another. And as you get there and you make those little wins, you just feel unstoppable. And that's how I feel. And then building on that, I get the pleasure of working with one of the most incredible high-performance coaches ever. Y'all haven't heard of him. His name is Trevor McGregor. He has absolutely done a mind shift on me. And then it goes into books that I've read that continue just to pour in and feed my soul to let me know that I am completely unstoppable, right? Yeah. And then you know what? It is so powerful because if you think about it, when you, when you really take a, you really strip a human being down to the core we were designed to go big, we were literally designed to do massive things with our life. And you know, we've heard on this podcast from neuroscience experts that if you don't go big, it's really bad for you. And so you think about stacking these wins. 
and the momentum that you can create by expanding, by elevating your mindset, by elevating your surroundings, by elevating your life, that's when it just becomes so addicting. And I love how we can combine real estate with that thought process, with the biology, with all these things. And so thinking back to that moment where you're like, wait a minute, you don't have to be rich to go into this. You just have to be resourceful. Could you talk a little bit about that aha moment for you? Yeah, I will. As a matter of fact, I would love to share it with uh, something that unfolded last year, an experience that I had that was talk about, remember how we talk about increasing and when we have a win, it increases our confidence. I'll share with you something that happened in the multifamily space that did exactly that. So what happened was, is with Quattro Capital, the incredible team that I have the pleasure of being linked with, um, man, talk about profound, incredibly brilliant individuals. I wake up every morning being like, pinch me. Is that really me? Do I really get to work with the most incredible team? Well, going back um, in January of 2020, actually, uh, we were going to take down our first property together. And it was, call it a $4 million deal, roughly. And I had to bring, in order for me to own 25% of this deal, because we were going to just take it down as us partners, uh, I had to bring $300,000 to the table, right? At the time, I had 26 investment properties, and I had never leveraged them. I, they were free and clear. And I thought, okay, well, I guess I'll just take some money out of these properties and bring in my 300000 Well, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I had this aha moment. And I turned to my husband. I said, wake up. i got to share something with you. And he goes, Aaron, can't this just wait till tomorrow? I was so fired up, friend. I could not sleep with what the message in this that I got that just popped in my head. So I wake up the next morning, I get on Facebook and literally this is exactly what I said. I said, how would you like to be the bank, make a great return and have it backed by real estate? And literally my Facebook blew up with over 65 messages. And basically I reached out to the individuals that had reached out to me. And I said, hey, basically what it is, I'm giving a 7% return and in turn, it will, there'll be, um, you can be the bank, 7% return, interest only, two-year minimum, three-year maximum. And within 48 hours, I had $300,000 at my fingertips. How That's did I amazing. do it? I did not back it to the apartment we were buying. I literally put them in first position on those free and clear properties, right? And so here's the deal, friends. It's not about begging for people's money. It's sheerly merely giving an opportunity to other, for other individuals to work with you if they know you, if they like you, if they trust you. So fast forward, all of a sudden a quarter, three months goes by, one of those investors reaches out to me via text and says, Dr. Hudson, I just got the check in the mail. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's such a pleasure to work with you. Talk about making it a win-win for one another and not begging for anybody's money, right? So there is a notch, another notch on my belt that increases my confidence because here I am purchasing a property that's making 12% day one, talk about a diamond in a rough. So it's all about arbitrage, right? So if it's bringing in 12, we pay out 7%, we still have a spread of 5% going in my pocket without any money. <laughs> Everybody wins, which is amazing. And that's the beautiful thing about real estate is that there's no end to the creative approach that you can take, right? You know, you can go out there and post on your Facebook or post on whatever social platform that you want. 
hey, here's I'm, I'm providing an opportunity. Of course, you've got to be thoughtful in terms of how is this benefiting others? And what is sure. this, you know, how does this fit into the market? And what is what is the best alternative for all parties and all these things? But what a powerful creative seed that you just planted within the minds of Elevate Nation. And you have talked about further, you know, how you can offer people a an idea for a subtle pivot on how to get into real estate and amplify their wealth within 90 days. So talk to me a little bit about that. So um, I think there's many different ways. Right now, I love alternative investing. Yes, I absolutely love the multifamily space. But right now, what we're running with is, I don't know if you've heard of these shipping containers that people use as their VRBO. Um, and so we actually are direct and we sell these shipping containers that people put on their land and use as VRBO. We can do that and have one ready within 30 days and create a cash flowing asset for an individual. And one may consider that the lowest hanging fruit. So that's an opportunity, right? And then if I really get brutally honest with you, Quattro Capital is on such a mission and we have such deal flow coming in that there is always an opportunity to link arms with us. If it's the right deal and you desire, there's room to get in the game, right? So I think right now, currently we've got four deals in the pipe that are on our portal for investors to invest with. So there's no shortage, but I will tell you there's a reason as to why. You ready to hear it, Tyler? Yes, let's hear it. Okay, so check this out. Quattro Capital goes, okay, here we are in this space. We've got a lot of our colleagues that let's call them new to the industry, right? They're having a hard time. Maybe they don't have the right team to work with. Maybe they don't have a deal. But what if Quattro Capital could come in and, and save the day? Meaning, how about if, what if Tyler finds a deal? Let's say that you find a deal and you're like, man, I don't have any partners. You and I both know that this is not a one-man show industry whatsoever, no. right? Many hands makes light work. And so with that being said, what we created is, we bring on alliance partners. And so if those individuals line up with our values, we desire to work with them and it's a vetted process. If they bring us a deal, we literally will bring them into the fold. Obviously we scrutinize the deal and make sure it's good to go. We give them right off the top 50% of the acquisition fee. If we get frank right now, when people are taking down deals and they have an acquisition fee, Stereotypically speaking, usually the deal sponsor will take majority of that acquisition fee. And it's unfortunate, but a lot of times the newbies are preyed upon, right? And they get left with a smidge. So what if we do the right thing for people, by people all the time and bring them into the fold and help our kind, right? And so not only that, we bring them into the deal and we share with them, here is the deal structure. Here's the weighted um, carve outs for particular portions of taking down a deal. Hey, uh, Tyler, what portions would you like to do? Who doesn't love options and the opportunity to feel like at the end of the day, this is their deal. So we want to treat them like that, right? With high respect and honor and be gracious that they're bringing us a deal. And so for us, I feel like Quattro Capital is odd man out. I'm sure there's other people that operate in a, in a non-manipulative uh, fashion, but we so desire to help people win in this space. Because as much as it is as it is big, Tyler, it's small, isn't it? I agree, hundred yeah. percent. And what a concept too, you know, doing the right thing. I mean, can you imagine doing the right thing and helping people and 
you know, at the end of the day, that's the sustainable business model. I mean, that's, that's the way to do long-term business because I don't know about you, Aaron, but you know, it's not a get rich quick scheme, right? This is a get rich and wealthy for sure. If you do the right thing and if you apply the right principles, if you are diligent with your deals, if you're diligent with the people you surround yourself with. And that's the one thing that I, th I find to be really fascinating about your work and the way that you approach business is that you facilitate not only great partnerships, as you just described, but also great teams. And you mentioned, you know, or you have mentioned in the past that one of your biggest shifts in your growth as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as an investor has been delegation and building teams and building the right team. So could you talk to us a little bit about, you know, what that looks like for you guys today and how you're approaching delegation, how you're approaching just that team approach to building wealth for all people around you? Sure. No, I appreciate that. Um, well, first and foremost, as I said before, many hands makes light work, right? And I will tell you with Quattro Capital, we have heard many times, you guys have five people on your team. That's absolutely crazy. Man, that really dilutes things. Well, here's the truth of the matter. Think of the game of football, right? How do we get the ball across the finish line? It's usually not just one person, right? It's many throws to get across the finish line and yell touchdown right? Same concept. We have incredible partners that work with, you know, that are with Quattro Capital. We all wear our own hats. We all stay in our lane where we're our strength, uh, where we have that strength, right? But at the same token, we help each other and our hats are interchangeable where we need them to be. And that, my friend, is where we have just caught wildfire. Simply because we have such a strong team, we can leave a blazing trail behind, right? and make massive headway, hence, that's exactly how we've been able to take down nine deals in the last 12 months, right? And so over and beyond that, again, it goes back to those alliance partners. We have the pleasure right now, we've got three extremely strong alliance partners who are also very, very brilliant. And so when they bring deals to us, they're kind of overseeing that deal as well. Are we, yes, we trust them, but we also have to verify, right? So we stay up on it. But when we have strong alliance partners, again, it allows us to go further together. Yeah, no, that's so powerful. And I love the description of the football team because that makes so much sense. If you think about it, there's so many different players on the field which allow a team to score a touchdown or to win a game, you know, whether it's on the offense side or the defense side. And I think that's a very powerful distinction. It's a very powerful visualization for a lot of the listeners to say, well, maybe I could build this out a little bit better. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not the Tom Brady or maybe I am the Tom Brady, but guess what? I got to throw, you know, to a superstar wide receiver as well. And we've got to, you know, we've got to put the plays, you know, on the board as well. So we're ready to, to take action. So I think that's really powerful. You know, you talked a little bit earlier about your superpower and, you know, being not only resourceful, but also a powerful negotiator. So do you have any tips or is there any specific approach that you take that has really served you well in terms of negotiating deals and negotiating opportunities? I love it. Let's go back to another deal. I always like to share stories. So we're gonna go back to another deal that Quattro Capital took down last year. And uh, we had just, well, let me let me say, we had just closed on another property. Let's just call it for 70,000, I think it was $73,000 a door. Uh, anyhow, I had found a new deal that we were getting ready to move forward on and I was direct to the seller. And so I, of course, went back to my team and said, hey, I wanna approach this. What do you think I should go in with my purchase price? And the whole team said, you know, go in at 67. 
And so I said, okay, sounds good. Got off the phone with the call with the team. And sure enough, something in my gut was not there at all. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go in and ask for 60,000. What, what can he say? He can say no, but what if he says yes? What if, right? So of course I didn't tell my team because I didn't want them to be like, you're a fool, Aaron. What makes you <laughs> cool enough to get a $60,000 purchase price? We just paid 73,000 for literally almost the same type of property. So anyways, went to the seller, put in my offer and sure enough, the day came back or the following day and he accepted my offer at 60,000. There so you go. I will never forget the excitement. Again, talk about another win, you guys. How does that make mama bear feel? Pretty doggone good. So <laughs> I call up my team and I said, you're never going to believe it. This requires a Zoom call. Everybody get on. So anyhow, I shared with them that I was able to lock this seller up and I got us in for $60,000 a door and the team just went nuts. They said, what in the heck? This is wild. So anyways, that was that was a pretty incredible win. So that, I mean, that's a great example of, you know, ask, right? You're never going to get something unless you ask. And, you know, I mean, obviously that's the first step, but let's talk about sometimes where you have maybe more challenging negotiations. I mean, what, what's your approach if you've got somebody who's really digging in their heels and there seems to be, you know, no way to bridge this gap, but you're determined and you're resourceful and you have this burning desire to make this deal happen. So I, I know that I'm giving you general circumstances, but are there any any specific uh, examples that you that come to mind when I when I when I ask you about that? There are a couple of different things. So the first thing I would say is this same gentleman that we had negotiated this price for sixty thousand. Once we got the financials back and we had finished our audit there was no way we could even pay 60,000. Mind you, this was a gentleman that had owned for the, he actually built, his family built these properties 35 plus years prior, never had another owner and uh, owned these outright with cash, right? Anyhow, our goal is not to come back and retrade. We know what that does to our reputation, but when we finally got everything back, it was very clear that we couldn't pay more than $57,000 a door. And on top of that, one of them needed a new roof or something like such. So it was a really hard conversation. We had to get on the call with the seller and we shared with them, you know, unfortunately, you know, honestly, he didn't even know what a cap rate was, right? He's just had gotten started so long ago. And we just shared that, look, unfortunately with our investors, we just can't make this work. We've got to get down to a $57,000 purchase price. And there were some choice words that were said from him. And he was so upset. He literally hung up on us and said, this deal is done, right? And here's the thing. We could have definitely moved forward and closed this deal because we so desired it or because the acquisition fee was great. But you have to do what's right for your investors no matter what. And if it kills the deal, it kills the deal and you have to be willing to walk away. Well, guess what? The gentleman uh, ate some humble pie and called back two hours later and apologized up and down. And we ended up getting to close on this uh, for a little bit under $57,000 a door. And you just have to do what's right every time. And if it's meant to be, it will come back around. Hey guys, just a quick word from our sponsor and we'll be right back to the show. This episode of Elevate is brought to you by CF Capital. And you know how much I love real estate and how it can be a vehicle towards creating any outcome that you want in your life, which is really why we created CF Capital, a real estate investment firm that focuses on acquiring and operating multifamily assets that provide stable cash flow, capital appreciation, and a margin of safety for our investors, for our partners, and for the people that we serve. 
Our team leverages its expertise in acquisitions and management to provide investors like you with superior risk-adjusted returns while placing a premium on preserving capital. Our mission is to provide property investment and asset management solutions to help investors maximize their returns by investing in high-value multifamily communities. Our philosophy is that we can elevate communities together through this process. And I want to invite you to go check out cfcapllc.com because we have a free ebook that's called The Bottom Line, The 10 Ways to Increase Cash Flow in an Apartment Complex. And I want to tell you that this is a value-packed ebook. So I want to, want to invite you to go check that out right now at cfcapllc.com. I think you're going to get a ton of value just from reading this, whether you apply it to your own business or whether you educate yourself further on what it would look like if you invested with CF Capital. So go check that out at cfcapllc.com. Again, that's cfcapllc.com and enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, sure. no, that's that's really powerful. And, and I really think about, you know, those circumstances when you have to share news that's obviously not ideal. You never wanna be the group that retrades in any deals. And, you know, obviously there's things that you find that, uh, you know, require you to make adjustments of, of deals. And I think it's really important just to share the facts, right? We're laying it out on the table. We're not holding anything back. Here's the facts. And perhaps you might have some opportunity to go out and find someone who may not find these facts, or they may not pl place as much emphasis on these facts. But, you know, it may be also in your best interest to to do the deal with us. And here's why, right. And so laying your case out on the table, I think is really, really powerful. So thank you for sharing that. And when I think about your team, I mean, obviously, you guys, as Quattro Capital, you guys are really kind of attacking different parts of the business. So tell me a little bit about your role specifically, and then how that fits into the rest of the team and how you guys are really scaling. Sure. So my role is investor relations, also, uh, obviously, raise, but I also again, as I love negotiations, I'm on that acquisition side as well. And then obviously, we've got another that's uh, asset head of asset management head of acquisition. So we'll all kind of roll a little bit into one another's but really mine is investor relations uh, and those relationships and of course, finding deals at times, but it's awesome to stay in your lane, you guys. There is power in being in that place where you can magnify your call and what you're great at. I love people, it never gets old having conversations. And I think that it's super important to stand out. It's not hard to stand out in this space. Here's the thing, most people, how many of you guys, and Tyler, I'm sure you've been there, how many times are you getting emails a day where people are throwing deals at you? You don't know who the heck they are. Why in the heck would they reach out? It's just rude. It's super dishonoring, right? Like who wants that? I see those come in my inbox and it's delete, 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 because there's nothing more powerful than having a one-off conversation with someone and finding out how you can help. How can you help them move their needle forward? So every time I get off a call with someone with the true honoring desire of my heart is to help other people win. And if we operate from that place, you guys, it's the law of the land. How does it work? If I help them get what they want, I'm gonna get what I want. And so I am truly, truly, truly with ever, every fiber in my being is to help people win in life. It is hard, but if we can in, inspire, encourage one another to win and try and lighten their load, that's what life's all about. That's it's so, so good. Enjoyable. It's so good. And it reminds me of what Zig Ziglar said. I mean, when he says, you know, whatever you want in life, 
help more people get what they want in life. And right, you know, I always butcher quotes, but we get the <laughs> point. And at the end of the day, you know, re real estate, business, life, it's all about relationships. And so what you shared was very powerful because if you really want to break in, if you're listening to this podcast and you're saying, well, I want to get into real estate. And obviously now I'm thinking bigger because of this conversation. I'm thinking now I can get into it. Just realize that you've got to put in the work in terms of developing those relationships and investing in other people and caring about other people. Like a prime example was when we started this conversation, you were asking me all about me, which is a great way to start building a relationship. But what else would you add to that, Aaron? Listen, I think let's go back. I would love to share with your listeners about really making it not about you, make it about the other person. So let's go back to uh, that negotiation with that gentleman that actually owned those apartments. Um, let me just share with you kind of how this unfolded. One would say, stay the heck away from LoopNet, right? Well, I just happened to be going there. I happened to be going to Knoxville to close on one of our deals, right? And I thought, this mama of five is busy. If I'm gonna get on a plane to go there, I better make best use of my time and have some things lined up, right? So I went on to LoopNet, even though everybody says, stay away from LoopNet. And I just thought, okay, Knoxville, let me go find my buyer, right? And so, and see what I can find. And maybe there will be a dealer or not. Anyhow, there was a gentleman on there that had 35 units that he was trying to sell, right? And we had, were getting ready to close on a 35 unit there. And, and so, of course, our goal is to maximize our footprint as quick as possible, right? Because it doesn't make sense to buy 30 units. Anyways, for another day. So I had called this gentleman and said, hey, I'm super interested in your 35 unit. Any chance you can call me back? This went on for seven days, y'all. And he did not call me back, okay? This broker didn't. Seventh day, I go, okay, that's it. I'm just gonna throw in the doctor card. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna see if it gets me anywhere. Ring, ring, ring. Hello, this is Dr. Hudson. I'm actually, I'm so sorry to bother you. I know it's been seven days. Is there any chance you can call me back? I'm coming to town in a couple of days and I am highly interested in that 35 unit and I wanna definitely walk this property. Any chance you can give me a call back? Bye. So check this out. Each day that I called, I was just leaving him a message. So I had to get a little more fierce with my conversation. So what I did is perceptional positioning. I, I told him that we were getting ready to close on a property. So he knew that we were the real deal and somebody and I told him, of course, I threw in the doctor. Anyway, so there were things that I said on this phone call that warranted a callback. He called me back. You know what his first thing he said was? Thanks for calling. I'm sorry it took me so long to call you back. So what property are you closing on? I said, I'm so glad you asked. I said, yeah, whatever. I said the name of the property. And he goes, oh, he goes, well, my property is better than that one. I said, well, tell me why. I'm so glad to hear that. He goes, because yours is over eight, eight, uh, eight buildings and mine is over one. I said, fantastic. I said, I'm going to be there next week and I can hardly wait to walk it. I said, we just closed on 104 unit a bit ago and we really are looking to scale. So beyond this 35 unit, have you got any more properties perhaps to sell? He goes, well, I sure do. But first let's just work on the relationship. I'd love to create some trust. And I said, that totally makes sense. And so we continued the conversation and he was very monotone. And long story short, after 15 minutes in my inbox was a hundred plus doors that he had sent. So remember you guys, initially he said, oh no, let's work on this relationship and then we can talk about it. Let's just start with this 35 unit. When you make a conversation about other people and ask them, how long have you been at it? That's so cool. You've owned these for 35 years. What an incredible experience to be brought up in this type of environment. 
What is it that you want to move on to now? What is your goals? Do you see we totally switch that conversation? And when you make somebody without manipulation feel important and special, all of a sudden the walls come down. So I encourage so you to try it on for size. No, that is such a great story. And thank you for sharing it because, you know, there's so many lessons in that. I mean, one of which is persistence, right? You know, if you don't get the call back immediately, it's, hey, you don't just give up, right? You keep going and you keep going after it. And the perceptual positioning is very, very important as well. It's, well, how, do, how am I seen or felt in the, you know, the mind of this other individual? And where am I positioned on that tribal order? I think that's very powerful. And, and the other thing is, asking powerful questions and getting resourceful and recognizing that perhaps, you know, you may start a relationship in a small perspective. And you may say, Hey, this person has a 35 unit deal or whatever. But guess what, you know, people do more than one thing. And people are more dynamic than you may give them credit for. So ask more powerful questions, because there may be more and more opportunities, if you're willing to ask. So I think that's so powerful. And Aaron, I'd love to talk about your the role that financial literacy has played for you. Because you, you mentioned earlier, about like going out there and saying, all right, well, I need $300,000. So how can I get resourceful, right? I could tap my own properties, or I could take it a different route. And obviously, there was some financial literacy at play. So how have you developed your financial literacy? And also, what role has it played as you've continued to elevate your career? Yeah, that's a really great question. That's a loaded one, Tyler. Um, I think that, you know, being in the wellness center and having two wellness centers and having other people work and making money while I sleep, all of that stuff is exciting, right? It's exciting and you want to know how to continue to grow that. And so going from the wellness center to going into single family properties, right? Along the way, as I moved into the single family properties and I started to acquire, then other folks, i.e. friends and family and doctors wanted to know how they could get in the game, right? So now all of a sudden, I'm helping all these other friends of mine, individuals to acquire properties just like I did. When you do that and you're not doing it again with manipulation and you're being fair about the transaction, there's a level of trust that gets created. So along that path, I share with my investors, look, this is not the end all be all. The ultimate goal should be for you to diversify. Yes, have single family properties, but what if in due time you could become the bank? What if in due time you can invest into multifamily, right? So just know this isn't the, this isn't the end all be all, right? And they loved that I shared different alternative ways to invest versus just for my own good to sell them a single family property. Well, guess what unfolded from that? All of a sudden it created, and this was totally organically said and was not trying to get somewhat, you know, basically what happened was I had other individuals that came back to me and said, hey, you said about being the bank, do you know anybody I could be the bank for? And so fast forward, I said, no, you know, I don't have anyone, but I'll certainly keep my ears out there. But the truth is, I don't ever want to give them someone to be the bank for, because what if there was a default? I don't want it coming back on me. So I share this with my brilliant husband and he goes, babe, why don't you ask if they'll be the bank for us? And I was like, well, tell me why, why do you want that? And he goes, babe, do you not understand? We could go buy seven homes and create and increase our inventory and start turning these suckers quicker. And I literally had a light bulb go off. So it's not that I was born with all this financial literacy. It's literally walking through each of these steps that I've had in life. Fast forward, yes, we took loans of the tune of 170,000, which allowed us to purchase these properties and turn and burn like nobody's business 
Fast forward, that's what made it possible for us to do 230 buy and sell transactions in a matter of three years, right? So that was learning along the way. It wasn't a manuscript that said, or a book that said, hey, go do this, this is how you do it, or this is the Burr method or whatever it was. It was literally walking it out. So if I can do it, so can you. That is so good. And you know what you just did is you opened up such a level of abundance for this audience, these people that are listening for myself, for everybody, because at the end of the day, the answer is never, I can't, it's how can I, or who can help me, right? Who can help me? Because it's out there, right? When you think about money, money is unlimited, it's abundant. And it's just a matter of how resourceful are you going to get? How creative are you going to get? And the more you invest in your own financial literacy by doing, by surrounding yourself with great people, by asking the right questions, the more you can experience all the limitlessness that you know, the financial world offers. And I think it's so powerful what you just did there, because, you know, people may say, well, I don't have enough money to invest in real estate. Well, you know, you you don't have enough creativity is what you don't have. And, and you haven't stepped into the creativity and you haven't allowed yourself to be as resourceful as possible, because it's never a matter of resources. It's always a matter of resourcefulness. And so okay. with all that said, you know, I think it's just so powerful, everything that you've shared with us today, and I've really enjoyed our conversation. Before we transition to our rapid fire section, I'm just really curious, how are you also investing in yourself? Because to be as creative as you are, to be as high energy as you are, especially with five children, and running this business and being multifaceted, how are you investing in yourself? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I I am one of those that I've always got to be up leveling, right? In every area of my life, I've had a business. I have had a coach that is literally a business, financial, and relationship coach for the last seven years. And with that being said, it literally was a game changer in my life in, in every area, as I just shared. But there are things that I do every single day come hell or high water. Why? Because that's the only way that I can grow and move and continue to climb the ladder. So if I were to touch on that, my morning, you know, you hear about all these different morning routines that everybody has. There's things that are non-negotiable for me. It is literally getting up, starting with my five thankfuls that I'm thankful for that are going on in my life, whatever it may be. It may be my persistence. I'm thankful for my persistence. I'm thankful for my incredible family. I'm thankful for the dinner my husband made last night, whatever it may be, right? Those five thankfuls, right? And then from there, it's a matter of this may sound really weird to y'all, but I'm going to share with you because I think it might be a game changer for maybe just one of you. So I'm going to share because that's what it's about is bringing hope to other people. It's not about me. So listen, I think a lot of us feel defeated in life. And as humans, we're always being hit with one thing or, or another, right? At any given point. And so every morning I have to get up and I have to tell myself how awesome I truly am. And it literally is this, Aaron, you're unstoppable. Aaron, you're worthy. Aaron, you're magnetic. Aaron, you're powerful. Aaron, you are resourceful. Aaron, you have the most incredible partners. Aaron, you can have anything you desire. Do you hear what I'm saying? The reason I tell myself this every freaking day is because nobody else will be. So I have to be my greatest cheerleader. And in doing so, it sets the trajectory for my whole entire day. I literally have my hair raised right now on my arm because seriously, what story are you telling yourself? Because what I tell myself, and I wish I had the same confidence back when I was a younger child as I do right now, but I've never felt more on top of my game 
and more confident than I do today. And it's all about the story I'm telling myself daily about how awesome I am. And when I think about the power of that, my kids know that this is part of my routine. So am I equipping them to say the same thing about themselves and remember what warriors and what champions they are? Somebody has got to talk to these kids because guess what? I can tell you they're not getting it at school. Oh my goodness. You just dropped the mic, Aaron. Oh my goodness. That is amazing. And let me just tell you, uh, I can totally relate with you because affirmations and what you tell yourself becomes your reality and what you believe, what you elevate your emotions to believe it becomes. And, and, and there's just a prime example. I was talking to a friend of mine literally yesterday about this, about, you know, creating, creating an identity statement, creating words of affirmation that are really true for you. What is it that you want to create in your life? Because if you believe it is possible, if the mind can believe and conceive it, it can achieve it, right? And so creating that as your identity, because the identity is the most powerful force in the human life. And so thank you so much for sharing that. And by the way, you're absolutely magnetic. You're absolutely amazing. You're absolutely abundant. So thank you so much for sharing all that. Aaron, this has been a phenomenal conversation. I really appreciate you taking time to share all of your wisdom, your inspiration with Elevate Nation. But before I let you go, we have to go into the Elevate uh, Rare Air questionnaire. This is all about being uncommon. And this is a rapid fire section. So I want to ask you a few questions. The first of which, just being someone who is multifaceted and a learner and a grower, someone who is committed to always going to the next level, I would imagine that you're a reader as well. I'm curious, are there two or three of the most impactful books that you've read over the past few years? And if so, what are they and why? Okay. I love that you asked this question. Number one is um, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, Earl Nightingale. Okay. So listen, just as I said, it's all about what are our thoughts in our head. The most powerful thing that we have is between our two ears. And again, it goes back to what is the story that you're telling yourself? And, and the bottom line is this, the Lord did not put us on this earth to settle for mediocrity. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, when I wake up in the morning, I already know that I could have whatever it is that my heart desires. And there is something so powerful about knowing that you can have any and all that life has to offer. And again, to share that with your children and be in that space is so incredibly powerful. We need to help the next generation. So I'm just on fire to share with kids that they can have uh, whatever that they desire. So that's number one. Number two is my most favorite. It's been 30 days since I had this one read and I have gone through it four times. Wow. You better get ready. It is who, not how. Oh my God, I'm literally reading it. I'm reading it right now. I love it. Okay, well, I lied because I have not read it at all. It's in Audible (laughs) and I've listened to it now four times. And what is a game changer for me? And maybe this will resonate with someone. I'm hardcore about my workouts every single day. I got to not get physically strong, but mentally strong. And so I'm a multitasker. When I'm working out, I am changing my mindset and I am literally listening to things that are going to uplift me. I don't even know what radio is. I don't know even music. If you ask me what band I like, I don't know. Because all I play is stuff that's going to make my head, my mind, my heart stronger. And this who, not how, has been absolutely a game changer for me. Because I was already doing it on a small scale. But here's what resonated with me, Tyler. I I started to listen to this. And I went, oh my gosh, I'm normal. Because I am one of those people where I'm super creative, but I'm a visionary of all these different things that I want to do. 
And this, that's why this book has resonated just with my soul and every fiber in me as well, because we can go wherever we want and there's nothing that's going to stop us. If we have our vision is crystallized and clear, all we got to know is that we can get to that end result if we hire the right people and collaborate with the right people to get us there. Who cares how it's done? Don't get caught up in the mishmash, which is what I would do. Instead, just let's focus on the result. Hence, that's how we can have everything and anything that our heart desires if we're willing to invest in a bunch of who's. So watch out. Okay, Aaron. So like, we're obviously like best friends because I'm literally reading that book right now. And it's blowing my mind too, because at the end of the day, we were taught growing up that we have to accomplish everything. Don't look off your neighbor's paper. Don't, you know, cheat. Don't do this, that, and the other. No collaboration, you know. And it's so interesting because that was what trained us, or at least maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just speaking about my perspective. And you think about this, it's not how can we accomplish big things. It's who can accomplish big things for us or with us or on our behalf and what can they get as being our who like what who's do they need and we can be their who too right we can inspire them we can help them expand their mind and it's just such a powerful thought process so we are going to put links in the show notes to of course think and grow rich and who not how so thank you so much for sharing that and let's talk about you know aside from the discussion that we've had already today what's the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis Aaron? what's the biggest way that i elevate my life honestly it probably is um, first of all, talking to myself and, and, and sharing and reminding myself how awesome I am and unstoppable I am. But really, it's a matter of my task list too, of getting things done that is going to move me forward, right? So everything that I have on that task list is um, completely intentional. And what I love is I make it a point to at least have four phone calls a day, four. And here's the thing, my time is precious, right? So I only want to get on a phone call with someone that's deadly serious and not just curious and whatever, whatever direction they're moving in. And so a lot of times I can link up and find out who those individuals are that I'm getting ready to talk to. And I know that they're the real deal. And so when I talk to people that are at a higher level than I am, it gets me fired up to continue to go and grow. Right. So it's just a matter of the same thing. Let's go. Let's grow. I love it. This is so good. And, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, peak performance and high performance is a checklist, you know, it may sound simple, it may sound mundane, it may sound underwhelming. But at the end of the day, it's about a day in and day out checklist. It's about falling in love with the mundane with the boring, but sometimes guess what, we're gonna have breakthroughs, and we're gonna surround ourselves with amazing people like this call and like this discussion. So thank you so much. That's amazing. What's the biggest way that you elevate others around you, Aaron? Oh, so good. Listen, I think anyone that knows me that that's totally the desire of my heart is to really help people again, win at the game of life. And it's really just asking individuals what they want. For example, I was just on, um, I spoke at the MFIN conference a couple of weeks ago in Houston, and there was a gentleman that was the MC of the whole entire event, right? I had a chance to link up with him because we're working on a project and he works at one of the banks, uh, vice president of one of the banks. And so in talking to him, it was finding out about him and his desires. And is he in the game? If why not? Why are you not in the game? Right? How can I help you to get he has a desire to get in the game? Awesome. I want to help you get in the game. Are you really serious? Yeah, Aaron, I'm serious. Awesome. You don't have to tell me now, but I want you to think about it. And the next time we get on a call, I want to know how I can help you move your net forward. So I guess love what? It. today was the day I got on a call with him. 
at the end of the call, what did I say? I said, hey, did you think about what I told you last time we were on the call? He said, I sure did. As a matter of fact, I talked to my wife about it. I said, any, any picture of what that might look like? Aaron, I'm working on it. Awesome. Mm. I can't wait, we're going to talk next week, right? So it's just a matter of how can we help people win at the game of life? The more you help people win, the more valuable you become, right? It's such an easy concept, right? But difficult for a lot of people to, to walk out. No, it's so good. And, and, you know, when you think about the fact that human beings were designed to go big, when you can help people go bigger, I mean, think about the type of influence that you can create and the type of relationships that you can develop as a result, because we were all designed for greatness. And so, Aaron, this has been a phenomenal conversation. I really, really appreciate you taking time. Are there any parting thoughts or words of wisdom that you share with Elevate Nation today? Um, I think I was pretty clear and, and pretty passionate about the message I shared today. But Listen, I just want you to know if you're struggling, if you're scared, if you've got fear, break through the barrier, find out what it is, but know that I'm here for you. And especially if you're a female and you want to move in this space, I'm here to help you win at life. And I can't wait to connect with you on a call. Absolutely. And now is the great opportunity because we're going to put links in the show notes of where you can find Aaron, where you can find Quattro Capital. But uh, Aaron, if you want to share the best places for folks to engage with you, that'd be great. Sure. So Quattro Capital, um, www.quattro, the Quattro way, sorry.com. And when you go there, I would love, love, love for you to click on each of my partners that I have the pleasure of working with, because there is a one minute video on each of them. And I don't care who you are. When you hear someone speak in the first 60 seconds, you know, whether or not your heart aligns with theirs. So I would love for you to get to know my team. And over and beyond that, if you check me out, there's a place you can click below to get an appointment and let's jump on a call and let's figure out how to move your nut forward. Boom, there it is. And my goodness, I wanna encourage you to reach out to Erin and get engaged with her and her team, learn more about her and what she's doing, what her team's doing, because you know what? There is an abundance of opportunities and it's through collaboration, it's through expanding your mind, it's through expanding your relationships. And I just wanna encourage you to not only reach out and engage with her and her team, but I want to encourage you to re-listen to the show because there is so much gold here. There's so much that you can apply to your life immediately and to your business immediately. I also want to encourage you to share this with a friend. I want to encourage you to share this with your network, with the people you work with, the people you care about, your family members. You tell them, you got to tell them, look, I just learned these are the top three things that I learned and here's what I'm applying to my life immediately. And so at the end of the day, the most important part is to take massive action and to apply immediately. And so with all that said, Aaron, thank you so much again for being on the show today. You're so welcome. It was an absolute pleasure, my friend. Absolutely. Elevate Nation, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit elevatepod.com.